Have you ever wondered why some people have the most gorgeous teeth you've ever seen? Have you ever wondered whether you could have teeth that look that beautiful? There are endless possibilities and ways that you can have more beautiful teeth. Find out more as I interview Dr. Ronald Goldstein, the father of modern aesthetic dentistry, on today's episode of This Old Tooth. Hello, everyone. You are listening to episode number 32 of This Old Tooth, a podcast devoted to providing you with honest, agenda-free information about how you can get and keep a beautiful, healthy smile for life. I am your host, Dr. Lisa Germain, and on today's episode, I have a very special guest. That guest is Dr. Ronald Goldstein, who is often called the father of aesthetic dentistry because of his pioneering contributions to aesthetic and restorative dentistry. He writes for both patients and dentists alike, having authored or co-authored eight textbooks for the dental profession on various phases of cosmetic dentistry. His book, Change Your Smile, has been translated in 10 languages throughout the world. He also writes regularly for New Beauty Magazine and Southern Seasons Magazine. Dr. Goldstein has been featured in over 100 magazine interviews, written 125 dental articles, and presented over 600 lectures or courses. He is also on the editorial board of three dental journals and has appeared in more than 70 consumer patient-oriented programs on dentistry, including ABC's 2020, NBC, CNN, Discovery Health Channel, Fox, CBS, and many others. Dr. Goldstein holds professorships at three dental schools and has received many awards during his career. His practice is located in Atlanta, Georgia. Please join me in welcoming my colleague, mentor, and friend, Dr. Ronald Goldstein, who early on in my career as a dentist, believed in me before I was able to believe in myself. Ron, it is a pleasure to have you here today. Thank you so much for joining me. It's a pleasure to be here, Lisa, especially with your podcast. Anything I can do to help I'm always available for you. Thank you, and I so appreciate that. I have so admired you and your work um, and your dedication to the dental profession, and mostly your dedication to your patients. You were the first person to make me understand that really we're not treating teeth as dentists, we're treating people. You recognized early on the need for dentists to develop skills to address the cosmetic issues in dentistry or aesthetic issues in dentistry, as well as the functional issues. What was your aha moment for that? When did you realize that that was almost more important? I was on a uh, a plane to France to do a teaching course in Paris. I sat next to one of the McGuire sisters, and she was going over with uh, Phyllis Diller to uh, do a, a gig down in uh, Marseille. But I didn't see her then. Coming back three days later, or four days later, I got up after I left the uh, seat to get off the plane in New York, she was there, but dressed as a nun. And when I saw her, I realized she was in disguise. And uh, I looked at her and I said, how was your gig? And she says, how would you know about that? And I told her who I sat next to, who the girls were all together. And she said, uh, I know who you are because they told me about you. We had just polite words. But then I looked at her. She had had a lot of plastic surgery and wrote about it and was proud about it. 
and I looked at her teeth, and they were yellow. They were worn down, and they made her look older. And her plastic surgery, if she didn't smile, made her look younger. So I said, your dentist needs to take care of your teeth. They're too yellow. They're worn. And I said, I'll tell him what needs to be done, if you would like. And she says, no. She says, I want to come to you to do it. So I said, okay, have your, uh, have your uh, secretary or appointment person set up an appointment. She says, no. She says, I'm going now to Florida, and I'm going to be on the ship for a week um, as an entertainer. When I get through, I want to come to Atlanta and you do the teeth. It'll be on Sunday, next Sunday. I said, Phyllis, I don't work on Sundays, and uh, but you will for me, she said. And I said, it takes a whole team I've got to have there. She says, so what? I'll pay them extra. Don't worry about it. So I said, okay, I'll try to set it up and have your uh, secretary call me Thursday uh, to make sure you're coming. She says, when I say I'm coming, I'm coming. And she did. So we worked all day long. Um, and uh, changed her smile to a much younger and whiter smile. And uh, uh, that's, that changed her pictures. It changed everything for her. But she says, you know, you write a textbook. She says, but that doesn't get to patients. You need to write a consumer book. That's why she's in the forward of my Change Your Smile book. So did she go back home to California and say, don't go to Doc Hollywood, go to Doc Atlanta? Yeah, you know, it's a funny story. She, uh, she sent me, she'd send me patients. And one of the patients she sent me was Irma Bombeck. And uh, Irma uh, had a big space between her front teeth and, uh, that she would like to have closed. So I did it with, um, well, you couldn't tell it was closed. I did it with, uh, in one day with bonding which can be done in one day. Bonding is, of course, attaching layers of plastic to the tooth, and uh, it can make it look whiter and uh, change the shapes, etc. So uh, her smile was great. And she went on, she was on the Today Show, and I think, I forget who the host was, but he says, Irma, you look different this morning. What, what did you do? And she says, oh, and she told him what she did. So what you're saying is that if somebody is unhappy with their smile, there's a lot of different options that they have where they can change it. And, and if anybody started out doing that, it was you. Yeah, I was, I was uh, challenged by the developer of composite resin. Composite resin is layers of a special resin created. It's, it's like... Uh, well, it's like liquid or paste plastic that hardens with, with a special light. And um, the developers of the product called me and said, uh, Ron, we know what it will do with fractured teeth. We know that we can repair fractured teeth and they'll stay. Uh, so what else can it do? You've got three months to let us know. So I developed all the techniques of changing uh, spaces, closing spaces, fixing crooked teeth to make them look straighter uh, instead of orthodontics in, in mild cases. Severe cases still have to head orthodontics. But we, we were doing things uh, and, of course, making them brighter and wider. That, that was, I think, what changed dentistry, helping dentists to see the way to do it. So I 
my textbook was written in 76. This was done in the late 60s. Uh, so I had to prove that it would last before I spoke about it. And it did. The fractured teeth held up beautifully. And as it went along, the particles got smaller because they were so large when we first used the material that they would stain easily. So the newer materials, which are tiny, tiny particles, submicron particles, don't stain nearly as much. Uh, over time, it'll stain some, but they've held up well, and bonding is still one of the first forces that dentists will use to create whatever patients want to look better. I'm sure in your lifetime, the progression of going from what I remember from dental school was called adaptic to what is currently available is such a vast improvement. For you, it must warm your heart to be at the forefront of something that has improved the lives of so many people. You know, what's what's fabulous is this year, um, for the first time, one of the companies, and now I see another company has done it, has developed a, a resin, a composite resin, that uh, is only one color, one shade, and it matches most every shade in the mouth, except the very, very dark teeth. So to look lighter and to match the teeth, let's say someone has a filling um, and it's discolored. The older fillings were made of silicate cement. And they really discolored. So if you had to replace one that's dark and you want to make it look better, these new composite resins uh, just are wonderful the way that they match color. Uh, Tokiyama, um, a Japanese company, came out with uh, one called Omnicure. And it is um, it it's really works well. There's a new product I haven't tested yet. But that's the future that the product itself is like a chameleon. It takes on the shade of the tooth. Ron, tell me about the effects of peroxide on teeth and how those techniques and materials were developed. Well, uh, it's very interesting. I was one of the first to um, advocate bleaching natural teeth, I thought. However, when I went to, I was lecturing in, in Knoxville, and one of the dentists wrote me afterwards and said, uh, I've been doing this, and here's how I've done it. And he had been bleaching, which I love to hear because he had a history of it and had no um, unfortunate problems with it. There was no uh, downside. So that's when we started doing it with a light, and we developed the first light to bleach teeth. And we developed the second and third lights. Now there are many lights, and they're also bleaching materials. When you say bleaching materials, you're talking about hydrogen peroxide, various forms of hydrogen peroxide, carbamide peroxide, but it is a form of hydrogen peroxide. It comes in a gel, it comes in a liquid. In office treatments, or in concentrations that dentists can use, usually about 35%. How effective is home bleaching? All of the bleaching treatments that are done in home are usually carbamide peroxide. And that is placed into a matrix that the dentist makes that fits the teeth. And uh, now most people are using some form of strips. It starts usually at 5 to 10%. If you don't have sensitivity, you can go up to 10%. 15% and 20%. That's usually the highest that you would use in a home uh, position. 
So patients sometimes have to do uh, bleach at home if they're doing it. And if it starts to cause discomfort, stop. Then do it maybe two or three days later. However, many of the products now put um, nitrites or different combinations in there to desensitize uh, the, the solution or the gel. So it's not so uh, dis- much discomfort. And that seems to work well. So if a patient wants to have a better smile, where do they start? What do they ask their dentist? Um, how do they describe what they want? Today, it's, it's much easier because if you, if you go to a dentist, especially a, co- a cosmetic dentistry or a dentist either specializes, there's no legitimate specialty in cosmetic dentistry because all dentists do some cosmetic dentistry. But if you go to a dentist who may limit his practice to just doing that, or one that has the advanced means of predicting what your smile can look like, that's the best way to do it. And here's what I'm talking about. With the advent of uh, advanced computers and software programs, we're able to do it on computers to show what your smile can look like. And the newest advancement is with the um, advent of 3D printers and CAD CAM, these smile predictions can be made right while you're in the office and tried into your mouth to show you exactly the way it's going to look. And believe me, this is the very best way to know without any surprises. Because in the past, a dentist would would predict what it can look like, what they would like it to look like, and you liked it too. But then when they got into doing it, it wasn't as perfect as they showed you in the past. So this is by far the biggest contribution that has been made in the last few years to cosmetic dentistry, allowing the patient to see what they're going to look like with, let's say, orthodontics or with uh, bonding resin or with porcelain. Because today we're doing um, more conservative treatments not cutting down teeth for crowns. A porcelain veneer, you take off sometimes nothing if the teeth are, are put back into the mouth and you want to build them out, then uh, you don't have to touch the tooth except to just uh, prepare the surface a little bit. So sometimes you don't have to uh, prepare the tooth or cut down the tooth at all. And other times you take off about half the thickness of the enamel Uh, maybe about uh, two-tenths to five-tenths of the enamel to reshape and get in a better position of the teeth. Think of a fingernail, a porcelain fingernail, because that's what they look like. They look better than the fingernail. They look like teeth done well. And the secret is you've got to have a dentist that either uh, uses one of the best laboratories in the country to make these types of porcelain veneers or has their own lab like we do. We, we have our own master ceramists in our office that make them, and we have all the printers and uh, the CAD cams so that we do the uh, predictions on the computer and then uh, make it so patients can put it in their mouth and see what it's like. 
Uh, now, you'll have to pay something to do that because it takes a lot of work to do that. And it's a pretty much an all-day procedure. You come in. You don't have to have impressions, by the way. Uh, you can be scanned with a, um, uh, it looks like a light that comes in the mouth and scans the mouth, upper, lower, and the way that you bite. And then it transfers that to the computer. So everything is done on the computer. Then it's printed, and then um, it's printed in a material that's uh, it's a plastic, but it can look just like your teeth when they're stained. Is that information included in Change Your Smile? Change Your Smile has all the ways that you can uh, do cosmetic dentistry, and we've narrowed it down to orthodontics, cosmetic contouring. Cosmetic contouring is one of the techniques that patients appreciate more than anything I've ever done. And that's because I can take a, uh, I can take a mouth that has mildly crowded teeth and make them look straight. Or we can take um, teeth that looks like fangs and you can make the smile look more pleasing. You can make a masculine smile look more feminine and a feminine smile look more masculine. So that's called cosmetic contouring. And it is, it takes about an hour to do. And uh, it's sculpting the teeth uh, to make them look better. There's no pain involved and there's no sensitivity. Patients, you know, there are no nerve endings in enamel. Because if you can please a patient with reshaping their teeth, they don't, you don't have to do any further. But it is an artistic expertise type of treatment that the dentist can use and needs to. So cosmetic contouring, then orthodontics is the way to get teeth straighter. It still is, but today I would say we're doing at least 60 to 70% Invisalign in straightening teeth or a type of aligners. We have a, a technique in our office that we're actually doing it with uh, 3D printing and um, we, we do it ourselves. So that's, uh, but those are um, non-wearing braces uh, to, to do that. So orthodontics is the best way to certainly reposition teeth that are cr very crowded or very spaced. That's the first way to go. And the next thing would be bonding. So bonding is the most conservative because you don't do hardly any cutting on the tooth to make teeth look better, look lighter. And certainly, any repairs on the tooth are cosmetic bonding. Then after that, I would consider um, uh, porcelain veneers uh, rather than crowning, but then crowning. If the tooth has to have uh, a lot of reduction, why? Because one that has have fillings, so many fillings in it that you have to, you want to take the fillings out and reshape the tooth better. Uh, for a crown, but a crown goes 360 degrees around the tooth. So there may be need for crowns, but I would think twice, and I've had patients come to me for second or third opinions and say, doctor, do I need to have all my teeth capped? Because that's what the dentist told me I needed. And uh, sometimes the dentist is, is correct that that's the best way to do that particular case. But after looking at radiographs and looking at the teeth, and if we feel like we can get a cosmetic result, being conservative with porcelain veneers, that's what we're going to say. And the patient saves 
the, the enamel saves the uh, dentin and saves possibly not having to have a root canal even later on in, in life. So it's a much more conservative procedure. But you, you can need and do crowns if you have to have them. And then finally, um, extraction or oral surgery. Oral surgery is uh, one of the uh, finest things that's being done today to improve jaws when jaws are out of line and push them back in. That orthodontics can probably take eight to 10 years and jaw surgery can make it done within a few years because the surgery is done at one time. It's miraculous. I have a uh, case in one of my books. He was a, a student at uh, University of Georgia. And he had a severe, what we call a prognathic mandible, where the jaw sticks way out. And it deformed his face. So we suggested orthognathic surgery. And when it was done, you couldn't tell it's the same person. So he decided for himself, he went to sit in his fraternity house in the reception area to see if anybody would recognize him. No one did. Everybody would come out and say, hey, how you doing, and, and leave. They did not recognize it's the same person, but now with a handsome face. So oral surgery can do a lot for people when it has, has to be done. But those are the, those are the basic ways that we, we have in every chapter of Change Your Smile. There are 12 chapters. And uh, once you have had uh, a look at the different ways, then you can – know more sometimes than the dentist knows, but you can uh, have a good idea about what you would like. Then you can go to your dentist or cosmetic dentist and say, is it possible that I could have uh, veneers or is it possible that I could have uh, no, no braces? Uh, these are the possibilities. And the dentist can say, no, I don't do that. If I don't do these techniques or like the techniques, Get another opinion. Get two opinions. But don't stay in this because all of these techniques work. Now, whether or not they'll work for you, that depends on consultation with the, with the, with the great dentist. And you, you'll get answers that they may work for you. If not, you'll have several choices. I know that we like to do that. We like to give an ideal solution. And maybe for economics, uh, it may cost too much or be more involved than you want to do. There are other alternatives, and you should know what the alternatives are that can be less costly and also may less be involved. You know, Change Your Smile is... Uh, it's the um, it's been the most popular book ever done for consumers in dentistry, and it's in twelve languages all over the world now. What it's done, which is amazing, it's made dentists be aware that they have to be using these techniques. They may not work for every patient, but they should be in the office of the dentist who does cosmetic dentistry. And the referral, usually dentists have a referral base. So they know orthodontics who, who do really good work, and that may be done before crowning or be done in combination with us. So there, the dentist needs to have a network of specialists that work with him or her, and they feel confident in because the general dentist is the one who's the captain, and he or she has got to be in charge that that, that patient will get the very best care uh, in every specialty. 
Ron, can you tell my listeners how they can find out more about you? Uh, www.ghostinggarbage.com is our website. Uh, we've got about nine uh, in our office that do pretty much everything there. Ron, it has been an honor and a privilege having you on my show today. It's even more evident to me, and I'm sure to my audience as well, that everyone can improve their smile. It's my pleasure. Anytime. Signing off. You can purchase Dr. Goldstein's book, Change Your Smile, on Amazon.com. I really hope you enjoyed today's show. I certainly did. It was my first interview ever, so thank you so much for joining me. And I hope you subscribe to my podcast. And until next time, thank you for listening. And remember, be true to your teeth or they will be false to you.